infection rate amongst children with COVID-19. Are children at least susceptible to this? And I have asked multiple times at the IDPH in committee meetings, is there any other data that supports that children are more susceptible to this? And they couldn't come up with any. They just said, well, the children can carry it out uh, within the communities and, and it could give grandma and grandpa uh, COVID-19. Well, we see that 65 or you know and older have an 88, 80, 90% uh, COVID-19 vaccination rate. So folks are just fed up with this. They're, they're, they're done with it. Um, and then when you look at other things like the Chicago Department of Public Health, okay, you look at the Chicago Teachers Union that, that decided to not have children in school, which is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Dr. Ellison Alwardi, the commissioner of the Chicago Department of Public Health, said kids are safer in schools and more likely to get COVID-19 in the community. So what does that tell us about the political theater going on in our classrooms? She even said it's pretty much the flu when we don't shut down schools for extended periods for the flu. So folks are fed up. And then when it comes to the litigation that's ongoing with loss of recognition status, uh, last year, uh, or no, I'm sorry, last week, the Sangamon County uh, judge heard arguments in a lawsuit uh, claiming due process violation and enforcement of school mask mandates. So this is an ongoing process, and there's pending litigation, and it looks like in a couple weeks there'll be another hearing step for that. But this is a process that we're going through. I do believe that these schools, these children's uh, due process rights have been violated, and uh, it's really time that, that we remove these mandates from schools. State Representative Adam Niemerg with us on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, the legislature was in session one day. Uh, you had the partisan sub-circuits judicial maps that were released. You had uh, and passed, and the governor signed them. Uh, you had the trailer bill to the to the law enforcement bill. Uh, the governor signed that. Uh, the governor also signed uh, the updates to election law. Pretty busy day Wednesday. You guys canceled Thursday and Tuesday. Looks like you're not back uh, this week either. Uh, what do you expect to, to be able to get done uh, as a as somebody in the Republican super minority? Well, Greg, in all honesty, um, I'm hoping that not a lot gets done this year because the more that gets done, it seems like the other side continues to to trample on the folks here in the, the great state of Illinois. And we saw last year with the Health Care Right of Conscience Act being amended, we saw parental notification being repealed. We saw an egregious budget being pushed through with $600 million in tax increases on business owners. Uh, so the less the Democrats are in session, the better, quite honestly. Uh, but when it comes to actual COVID mitigation standards, and you look at other states, when we talk about what's going on in, in our, uh, you know, in our, our legislature here in the state of Illinois, Florida is opening without COVID-19 restrictions. And furthermore, we have a mask mandate on the House floor. But I tell you, the second we get off that floor, whenever we're out in public, I see Democrats gathering in tight spaces, having conversation, conversations in, inches apart from each other. So. We know this is political theater, folks, plain and simple. And uh, the folks here in the state of Illinois, you know, we know these vaccination mandates are a losing argument constitutionally and politically. Uh, we just got to keep pushing back. Representative, greatly appreciate you taking the time this morning. We'll definitely connect on these and other issues in the future. Be safe out there, all right? Take care. Thank you, Greg.